I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, happy Pride Night, Flames fans. Uh, it's good to be with you. It's been a while since you and I have uh, have chopped it up after a crazy January. Start to January for me. Uh, I'm finally back. Peter held down the fort great, but uh, I- I'm back again, and I'm happy to be with you, especially on the heels of a win. As we always talk about, I don't often get to cover those with you. With you. Welcome to Game Over Calgary and Ottawa. It's a crossover episode. Audie James, Charlie Arsenal. How you doing, buddy? I think I know the is answer. It is it bad that I've been worse? Um, no, that would track. I think yeah. that would track. That that, this that, is, uh, that would track somehow... with the 2023-2024 Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they scored three goals. This isn't rock bottom. This is they. They blew three leads, but this isn't rock bottom. No, no, definitely not. It would have. It, it it was. It had the potential for a little bit there to be rock bottom for the Calgary Flames but uh we'll uh we'll we'll dive into it because it was it was looking a little bleak but yeah Calgary Flames win a big one 6 to 3 over the Ottawa Senators tonight at the Scotiabank Saddle Home in front of the faithful Sea of Red on Pride Night um some beautiful uh beautiful pride tape we didn't see the pride jerseys this year but um pride tape still uh, lives strong and we're happy to see it so um Okay, let's dive into this one, man. This was uh, this was a game off the hop where, uh, first of all, for the Flames people watching, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, a finally moment for people who have been calling for Dylan Dubé to sit in the press box and have the popcorn diet. I have to at least mention that uh, Dylan Dubé was scratched tonight uh, in this one. Jan Kuznetsov making his NHL debut as well, we saw a, a solo lap, a rookie lap for Jan Kuznetsov. Um, so a couple quick little hits there for the Calgary Flames. But leading into this one, my man, it was uh, you, you know that meme um, where it's it's uh, I think it's called the Battle of the Midway or something like that. But they, they always crop out the way, um, and it's just the Battle of Mid. Everybody shares that meme. That's that's kind of what this game had the feeling of. Like it was it was really poised to be the battle of mid because the the Flames obviously not playing very good, just losing to uh, a, a very depleted Chicago Blackhawks team, a team that is a borderline AHL team with the amount of guys that they have on IR right now. And uh, Ottawa, we well, I mean, you could 
probably touch on it a little better than I can, but uh, not uh, not been the best uh, <laughs> the best 2023 2024 um, for our friends who play in uh, in Canada there. Hey, yeah, I think I think calling the Sens mid at this point is a little generous. Um, we're in. Uh, I'm. I am uh, days away from my first click on Tankathon of the year. <laughs> I thought I was retired. I thought. Oh I was no! Done, the rebuild's over. Pierre said so. We're supposed you know, to believe that man. But Pierre said so much. Pierre said so many things. Bro was just saying words. Just uh, like the Ottawa Senators never are a hockey team. Yes, we're a team. <laughs> You can't you can't deny it. No, they 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 are a team. A they fact. were they were in fact uh, the opposition tonight, and uh, they did lace up their skates, and they did, for the most part, keep their sticks on the ice, uh, and they played six. Well, I w- you would say maybe not a full sixty, but they played sixty minutes of hockey. So they are in fact um, a team. Uh, chat is active. Good to see everybody in the chat as well. A uh, bit of housekeeping before we get too far ahead. Just save your questions for the end. Charlie and I will answer any sends flames. Blue Jays, wink, wink, questions that you might have. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> I had to. It was either that or a Vladdy jersey. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, It was not – the start of this game was very much – there's this term that Flames fans and people on Flames Twitter like to use. Um, it's the opposite of, of, of being sensed. It's, 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 it's flamesy. So this was a very flamesy start to this game in the sense that, uh, and I know you know we could probably reverse the roles of what I'm about to say for these teams uh, as this game progresses, but lots of turnovers. My notes section on my phone was was just you know the Flames can't get anything past the neutral zone right now, and I don't think that's a credit to Ottawa. I just think that's a, a discredit to how bad Calgary was. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a mid-off back and forth first period there. Uh, what what say you? Um, my only note about the first period, only note, is it was so nice seeing the Sens be the team that scores late in a period. Yeah. Because the Sens, maybe, I don't know, maybe this is just like a pattern between other, like for most bad teams, but late period goals aren't like the reason this team sucks, but it's, it's, it's part of what kills them. Right. Um, so that goal with 1.6 seconds remaining, that was at least a bit of like a, a positive for me as a Sens fan. Um, other than that, I mean, the first goal is like kind of fluky. I mean, it's a rebound off of a defender in the net. So yeah, it's a tough look for Kuznetsov in his first game. Hey, yeah, actually, you know, honestly, kind of both both the Sens goals in that period, really. I mean, the second goal went in because Anderson shoved Greg into Markstrom, right? So yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> the Sens were kind of kind of lucked into two goals there. Um, meanwhile, that uh, I don't know. That's I mean, and then and then the Flames. I mean, if you're looking at if you're counting purely good goals to like, if you're only counting good goals, Flames up one nothing in the first. <laughs> like that was just that was a nice goal. Um, granted, that was uh, yet another defensive turnover from the Sens at the blue line. That was bad. Um, God, Chikrin swatting at that bouncing puck. Oh, I was like, like, what the fuck is this guy uh, doing? I don't this know. This guy wanted he's to play meaningful games in Ottawa. Really. 
how how are you pinching up when there's a scrum at the blue line? That was bad. What's happening? That was bad. Oh. And 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 who else but on the tape of of one of the hottest rookies right now uh in Connor Zary. That was a fucking snipe too. What a shot. That was such a nice shot. Oh my god. I was texting my I was telling you before we went live my brother's a Sens fan. He was at this game tonight too. And uh yeah, I was I was like, man, there's not much aside from the 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 turnover. There was really not much that Corpus Solo could have done. That was just he he picked that corner perfectly, and uh, no. and, and what a, what a game for forty seven and red tonight. Um, but yeah, to your point, uh, to that to that Sens late first period goal, that was just um, I, I hate to keep using the word, but very flamesy. They 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 like tell me what you saw from a Sens fan's perspective, grading the Flames there. They just they looked lost. I that's when I thought I'm like, okay, this is it. I, I'm I'm fully prepared to come on tonight and and, and scream and yell uh a la sd of the sdpn because this was just an abysmal play late in the period the minute the send started kind of building some pressure in the offensive zone i was like this is it they're gonna yeah. score here um and they do but like take me take me through what you thought of the flames there man i have i have wow. I mean, on on replay i kind of had that feeling of like oh my god they put sends players in flames jerseys on the on d but like no, I was so focused on the fact that for the first time, and like, like I so I, I'm cheating. I didn't watch the Sens Oilers game, but going back, I've watched enough games in a row to kind of have an idea of how this team's playing at this moment. Where I was like, I can't believe they're maintaining possession of the puck and keeping pressure in the offensive zone. This hasn't happened yet this game, and it feels like it's so rare for the team to do. And then on the replay, I was like, oh, that's why, because no one was stopping them. So, um. I don't know. You know this this episode is just going to be like, man, the Sens suck. But it was because also the Flames suck and then you yeah. like the Flames suck, but also like the Sens kind of suck. Is, I know is, is that's going to be That's that's why I'm not putting too much stock into this. I know there's some people that are like, "Oh, what a great rebound from the Flames tonight because of the obvious embarrassment uh, against the Blackhawks." You know, what a good bounce back, but I'm like, "Man, you just beat the 2023-2024 Senators. Are you really, like, that proud? Are you patting yourself on the back for that? Granted, no. it, it it progressed to be a pretty good game for Calgary. They kind of figure their shit out as this game goes on. And the third period was evidence of that. They were really good in the third period. I, I mean, I don't think it takes, you know, too much, uh, too much brain to tell you that much. But, um, you know... I'm 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 happy to cover a win. I'm happy to talk about a win. I'm happy that they got a win. But at the same time it's like okay, depending on which side of the argument you're on for the Flames whether you want them to sell off and and kind of go through a mini retool, if you want them to keep winning, um you beat the Sens. Do this to do this to uh, you know, do this to like a, a Vegas or I mean they they have beat Vegas this year. Do this to a powerhouse team. Beat the beat the uh beat the Jets. Beat the Canucks. I can't believe I'm saying that. The top two teams in the NHL right now. Craziness to me, first and foremost. But do it to do, like do it to a team that matters. And I I mean this with all due respect. You you know it as well as I do. This Sens team is not fucking good. The, uh, Macklin no. Celebrini is going to be the prize at the end of the tunnel here for the Ottawa Senators. Hopefully, when you're hitting your tankathon, spamming to see how many times the Sens get first overall. But for me, like, yeah, it was a good win. And, and you know, a lot of guys really stood up. Like, Coleman looked good. 
Connor Zary looked good. Noah Hannafin, who by some fucking miracle is, is re-engaged in contract negotiations. Um, these guys look good. It was a good win. But man, if you're if you're really trying to be a team that pushes to like trying to make a push for the playoffs and make some noise, um, do it against someone not called the Ottawa Senators, you know? And I mean that with all due respect. I'm not trying to get my licks in. Because you know no, it as well as it, I do. This is this isn't breaking no, news. No, I'm wa- I'm watching this team every night, man. Like I know it as yeah. Like you can say anything you want. I yeah. don't think it'll be anything as negative as I've said on the show. <laughs> I've watched so. a couple shows with you and 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 with Maude as well, and um, you know, it, it's tough sledding over there. I'm 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 proud of you guys for keeping uh, keeping your composure as much as you have last year and this year, because it's been uh, it's been a slippery slope here for. Uh, at least there weren't really expectations last year at least last year it was like well let's see what happens yeah this is the first year where the fan base was like all right it's playoffs or bust and now they're gonna like finish this season with like maybe 70 points yeah i feel like i feel like such an idiot because i put my my preseason rankings together and i had ottawa in like third in the atlantic i'm like this is gonna be the year this is going to be the year the Sens finally, you know, get out of that slump. Um, they put the ghost of Chris Kunitz behind them and they, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, they put the ghost of Chris Kunitz. Yeah, one, sorry, sorry, Sens fans, all of you in here that are uh, <laughs> uh, that are watching. But um, yeah, I thought this was going to be it. But man, it's been uh, it's been tough sled and good on you and Maude for keeping it, keeping it as cool as you have. Because there's been nights where myself or Peter, like the, the, this Flames team, where we come on and we just tear them apart too. And it's like, you know, it could be worse. We could be the Ottawa Senators, or we could be covering the Ottawa Senators right now. So, um, but yeah, talking uh, talking about this game here, um, what were, was there anything in this game from a sense standpoint that stood out as good to you. And I'm not, I'm genuinely not being a prick like whatsoever. I just, I I want you to be able to like, maybe pull something positive from this because, you know, I've been doing this for a while now and, um, you know, you, you, sometimes you have to pull something good just to, just to try to, uh, you know, try to make things kind of, uh, more fun to talk about. Uh, as I mean, at least compared to the last to the last two games I covered, uh, those were 10 p.m. starts. This was a nine, mm-hmm. so I got that going for there it. There you go. You know, there's a positive. Hey, you have tomorrow off too, and I and I got tomorrow off. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, no, I legitimately, <laughs> I'm struggling to pull out an answer here. Um. I think if, if if from a from a um, from an observer who uh, doesn't watch the Sens as much as you, one maybe po- maybe not even a positive, just like he looked good tonight was Matthew Joseph. Oh yeah, I mean obviously so happy that he's back. First yeah. game back since the fifteenth of December. Yeah, he's, he missed ten games. Yeah, um, and it is wild how much of a difference maker he's become this season. Mm-hmm. Um. Like coming into the season, if you told me, yeah, Matthew Joseph's going to miss 10 games and it is going to be 
painful. Like you are going to notice it. It is going to affect the entire way the team plays. Cause this guy, like, I mean, he's so fast. You stick up and he's, he's such a good penalty killer. So you put that together with the fact that also now he's figured out how to score this season. Like he is such a good all around player. And early on in the season, he was the guy you move to make cap room within 10 games. Everyone realized, Oh no, he's a different player now. And you got to ship out somebody else. So within 10 games, this guy went from being like probably even less than 10 games, honestly, probably fewer than that went from being like the guy that, you know, the team is going to ship out for cap space and then became such an important part of the team. And honestly, like, you know what? No, you're right. I shouldn't be so negative. He actually was very much a bright spot, not in just the fact that he's back, but like he, he was genuinely really good. good. Yeah. He was yeah. genuinely good. It's, uh, it's funny, you know, like I say, looking from the outside in as someone who doesn't cover or follow or, you know, nearly as close as you guys, I do have a lot of mutual people on Twitter who are Sens fans and they were, it wasn't long ago that these people were throwing Matthew Joseph's name out there to get him the fuck off this team. <laughs> like, and oh, now, last and now, year was brutal. Yeah. And now it's, now it's Michael Scott. Oh, well, 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 how the turntables, like, you know, everybody's pumped that this guy's back and he looked good. Yeah. He's like you said. He's quick. Like he uh, he impressed me tonight with his skating. I genuinely didn't realize how good of a skater he is. Um, but yeah, man, the Sens. It's not much of a secret, but the Sens have some. Uh, they've got some some gripes, eh? Some uh, some some little hiccups and 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 you know things to things to work out <laughs> because it's not I, it's not great. I I can't believe how obvious so many problems have been all season and none seem to have been addressed coaching change or not yeah like yeah. so much of it has been a uh this season has been like a debate among the fan base between is it the defense or is it the goalies um and i uh i've very much been a uh it's it's the defense guy all season um yeah. maybe not so much with anton forsberg he's been like genuinely bad um, but with Corpus Allo and net, um, I think it was, uh, I think it's still pretty recently though. I, I saw, um, basically I, I can't remember who it was. It might've been, it was probably ineffective math, uh, probably using his system, um, where it was shown that like with Anton Forsberg on the ice, the Sens are pretty much an average defensive team. With Corpusalo, they are a black hole. And Corpusalo somehow still has slightly better numbers than Forsberg. Um I think I think the perfect example would be the other night against Seattle, where Corpusalo allowed three goals. All three of those goals were off turnovers, two of which were breakaways, and one was two Kraken players were in alone, basically in the crease, uncontested. Like there's nothing you can do. So if Corpus Allo's in net, for the most part, I've been thinking it's a defensive issue. Um, but again, even then, like, I mean, you look at his numbers, Corpus Allo hasn't been league average purely stats-wise. Um, I know his his goals saved above expected is, like, bottom of the league along with Forsberg. So it's tough to, like, really, really defend him. 
but I do think that the defensive structure as a whole is a bigger problem, which is wild when you look at anyone on the defense who isn't named Travis Hamnick. This should be really good. This should be a really good decor. Yeah, it's it's pretty glaringly obvious too that the blue line is is not doing you any favors if you're an Ottawa Senator. Like like I, I'll be honest with you, man. Like we can we can touch on this because I've I've been dying to talk about this. Um, Thomas Shabbat looks fucking lost out there, and if I see one more trade proposal come into my fucking mentions <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> With this guy, Thomas Shabbat, being the centerpiece in a trade for the hometown boy, Mackenzie, I might lose my goddamn mind. I might lose my shit on the timeline if I see one more fucking trade proposal come through where Thomas Shabbat is the piece, the big piece, the, the, the golden boy, the poster child of, 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 of what this trade should be centered around for Calgary in a trade yeah. for you guys just to get Mackenzie Weir. I might lose my mind. I've, I have got blocked by a guy this week because I quote tweeted him with the crying laughing emoji because it was an abysmal trade. Tried to get uh, Weir, Tanev 50% retained and a first for Shabbat. And I can't even remember because it was so irrelevant. And I was like, what do you do? I think that first round pick is on the wrong side. Uh, if we're, if we're be- maybe not, that's, the- but either way, it was bad. I got blocked by that guy. I saw two more sense fans. I'm not going to call them out because they're people who have podcasts and, 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 and talk about the Ottawa senators. Uh, these are people that shouldn't be, they should have a better mind than to, than to, to come up with these kind of proposals, but let's just, let's just bury it now. There's no, there, there will be no world where Thomas Shabbat and, and Mackenzie Weger are swapped in a capacity in which Shabbat is the centerpiece of the deal. Can we agree on that? Currently, yes. Right now, I, I like he, he looks like he looks lost out there. He looked lost out there tonight. I don't watch the Sens every night, but fuck, man, if that was an audition for a trade, I think look at and and I think that. I think that maybe the Flames and the Sens could be good trade partners. I just don't think that that's really yeah. actually maybe they maybe they can't. I, I think I'm trying to will it into existence. The Flames and the Sens are kind of like eerily more similar than than I think people uh, uh, people lead on, you know. <laughs> yeah. All all I'll say on Shabbat is this season has been just decimated for him with injuries uh yeah i don't know if he's been 100 percent at all this season so at this point honestly like maybe you're better off just shutting it down um but no he's been pretty brutal for a good chunk of uh a good chunk of his games like let me see here he's got one two three four five six so this is his seventh game since october 26th yeah that's that's not great Came back for two I, I games, guess, I guess got the, hurt again. Yeah, I guess the um, injury whole the whole injury thing probably plays a part yeah. in that. But right now, what I'm trying to get at is yeah. I just I don't think that that makes any sense. Uh, Sens fans would love it. Granted, Sens fans would love it. I'm sure they would. Kenzie Wigger's great. Hometown boy. The vibes would be immaculate, as he's been known yeah. to say. But and um, uh, <laughs> as a bonus too, he's a right shot and. Um, 
Ottawa Senators fans love mentioning how the left side's incredible and the right side is a black hole. Uh, where after you get Zub, you got Hamannick and Jacob Bernard Docker. Uh, I mean, I guess you can get Chikrin to play offside if you want. Brandstrom can kind of play his offside if fucking Jacques Martin isn't playing him at forward. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was that was that was an odd time. He was so good too, and that's what pissed me off because I was so <laughs> against it. I love it. His expected goals for in that game was like eighty percent. He cracked eighty in that game on the fourth line, carrying fucking Zach McEwen, and I think Parker Kelly was on that line with him. Or no, because who would have so been funny. center then? No, it must have been Castlick and McEwen. I think Kelly might have been bumped up to the third. I don't remember. That was too long ago. That was like a week ago. Who has time for that? Um, <laughs> In Sensland, it's today. We're only focusing on today because we don't want to think about yesterday. Or tomorrow. Um, or, oh, dude, tomorrow's <laughs> even worse sometimes. Um, Actually, it's, I don't know, is it, is it worse? That's about the same. Ne- next next game that they play is against the Sabres on Thursday. That's like, the, the Sens, the Sabres, and the Flames are uh, all kind of hovering around the same area that none of us thought they would be. So that's yeah. kind of a fun little bit of sadness for everyone involved (laughs) um i just wanted to quickly shout out before we keep going along here uh thank you guys for watching this is this is awesome uh this is mine and charlie's first uh first collab first uh crossover episode that we've done which is which is highly anticipated we've been looking forward to this one for a while i've had this one circled on the calendar so if you're liking it as much as we are be sure to hit like share the stream subscribe last time i checked in youtube studio uh we were like 400 maybe 600 i can't remember if we were at 99,400 or 99,600 but either way we're closing in on sdpn 100,000 so it's looking uh, like 99.6 okay okay so 400 that's even better we're only 400 away so if everybody watching tells like five people and they tell five people and they tell five people It'll look like this. It'll look like a big pyramid scheme, but it's not. It's actually just uh, you you sharing good content with the people that you enjoy in your life. Um, it's a fine line, guys. It's that's right. Fine... That's right. Um, yeah. Get get the subs in if you're if you're new to the channel. We, we we do appreciate it. Lots of great shows across the network, and I'm sure you're bound to find one other than us that you like. Um, to bring it back to Flamesland, uh, some things that I liked outside of uh well there were some things i didn't like and it was the first 40 minutes and then in the last frame i i really like the third period um blake coleman has continued to impress what's he, going on with him this year he's on pace for i think 34 goals now he scored a 16th and a 17th tonight like 60 points like what's what is happening with this guy what? yeah he's he he has been regarded by me as probably the most well-balanced He's been the bright spot for this Flames team in uh, in times where, you know, you're looking for a guy like Huberto, you're looking for a guy like Kadri to step up, and it's been Blake Coleman. And he has kind of, you know, I don't want to say like flown under the radar, but he hasn't been like, he's been a, like, a, like, a t- like your typical middle six guy. For his, yeah. for his entire time here in Calgary, even before when he was with Tampa, uh, that, that line that he was on with Barkley Goodrow and I believe, uh, God, who was it? He's with Seattle now. Oh, Yanni Gord. It was Gord, Coleman, 
and and uh, Barkley Goodrow. That was disgusting, and he was the, he was the driver on that line. And you're seeing it now in Calgary, and it's paying dividends. This guy's playing lights out hockey. He's been a bright spot, and um, he shined again tonight. Two goals. Um, Sharon Govich, who's continuing to to uh, to impress in in a time when people were kind of skeptical about the Tyler Toffoli trade and getting him in return for the uh, the previous goal uh, leading goal scorer for the Flames. Um, but perhaps among those, the biggest sh- light shining, and I know I talked about it a little bit before, was Connor Zary and just how good he was, especially on that, I believe it was the, um, it was the Hannafin goal where he kind of just, they, they, it's a set play off the faceoff. It's a fa- it's a win back. They fake the shot. A whole bunch of space opens up. They pass it over to Hannafin, and who's right there in front of the net? Perfect timing. Gets the bro assist. He doesn't get an assist on the on the play, um, but he gets the bro assist for just a perfect screen. Because really, nine times out of ten, you'd like to think Corpusalo has a, a, a backhand floater. You know, pretty well. Pat, you would yeah. you would you would think even for a guy like him who um you know let in let in five goals tonight but um Connor Zary was impressive he, off the puck he's great he's putting up points like crazy and and each game he's getting better I want to know from your perspective I know you maybe don't follow it uh, follow the flames as much just because given the, the 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 time change and all that stuff too but on Connor Zary tonight what did uh, what did you think of the young man I gotta, I gotta uh, admit, not necessarily, not not as not not a word as strong as ignorance, but just like, I mean, I knew he was like playing well, but I hadn't watched him yet this season, so it's like one thing to kind of see the stat sheet, yeah. and it's another to actually see him play. Um, my the most I ever watched him play was, uh, what year was he on Team Canada, the World Juniors? It would have been um, not last year, not the, three years ago, I believe. Okay, this three years. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 2021? 2021, yeah, that may be. Because his first year pro after that, he got hurt. He Or no. Maybe it was, maybe, I can't remember if it was two or three years ago. Somebody in chat will yeah. uh, will definitely Yeah, I'm sure me. someone will, will yeah. absolutely let us know. But the main thing I thought I, I knew about him was everyone was kind of like talking up how great he was as like such a late, cause he was a late first round pick. Right. He um, was. Yeah. And everyone's like, man, look at this guy t- 
taking off. And then at the World Juniors, he just was very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I think I bought into the hype of like, oh, no, he had a bad World Like, that means anything. But whatever. I was, I was still kind of like bought into that yeah. a little bit. And then this year, I mean, obviously, like, and in, in even, I mean, first rounder or not, like, I guess 22, you're a bit of a late bloomer as a first rounder. If this is when, if this is your rookie season, your first full rookie season. There but was, man, there was substantial I... injury time missed as well. Uh, of okay. His first full season pro. And then I believe a bit of time last year as well. As well. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, so late bloomer. Yes. But, but most, mostly held back from injury. And like a, like a in like a nick robertson type of way i guess right right yeah i, yeah, I think okay, it was that makes knee. more sense then yeah because yeah like i was blown away <laughs> i was blown away by him and mean and granted that's against the auto senators defense but uh still really really impressed with him um, but he's he's been doing it all year him it, the, the 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 flames went through this identity crisis a little bit where um you know it, it was kind of when they were still trying to figure out where and what to do with Jonathan Huberto. Um, and I don't know, maybe they've kind of found it out now. He seems to be on a bit of a heater with, with six points in his last six games. I know that sounds ridiculous, but he also went like 18 games without a point. So prior to that, it was, it was abysmal, but six points in six games. We take that for our $10.5 million player. Thank you very much. Um, but they 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 ended up putting a line together of of Zeri, Kadri, and Pospisil, and and that's that's stuck. That's that was that was another uh, shining light for the Flames tonight as well was that line, and they've been doing it all year. Um, but ever since that, um, he has been something else. I believe I saw a tweet that he is third amongst amongst active rookies in average point per game uh obviously behind so behind bedard and fant no rossi how how good of a season is rossi having so i can't remember who was number two but it was probably rossi or uh you might be right you might be right but either way, it was uh, it was nice. That's just to my see... that's just my sixty sevens bias, though. <laughs> you know, that's just my that's just my I watched him play yeah. a lot bias. Yeah, that's fair. But um, still, to see that, like, w- you know, with Bedard out, I think he's still gonna win the Calder. But is is Zari a, a dark horse Calder finalist? Maybe. Like, what do you think? Like, I I, I mean, I want to take my bias out of it because. I want to say he is. He's playing disgusting. There's a lot of good rookies this yeah. year. Like you look at Brock Faber, he's doing crazy things in Minnesota. You talk about Marco Rossi, Bedard, obviously, who's probably going to walk away with this damn thing. But is would it right. be too yeah. crazy to say that that Connor Zary might be uh, a bit of a dark horse finalist for this uh, rookie of the year? Well, in my extremely unbiased, uh, having seen him play one game, opinion, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, no, I think I think it's reasonable. I mean, he's got a good stat line. Uh he's a I mean, listen, plus minus is so stupid, but oh but oh, dude, award voters love they're it. They're gonna see plus they're gonna see plus thirteen on the flames? Dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah, I know. They're gonna love it. They 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 they, they yeah. all get hot and horny about plus minus. They love it's the yeah. best stat. Man, Eric Carlson can't win the Norris if he's a minus. So, you know, like, <laughs> unless he's on the San Jose Sharks and scores 100 points, I guess. But no, they love they love plus minus. Um so yeah, you're you're if you're if you're if he ends up being like top 3 in like points per game among rookies with a plus on a uh 
otherwise not super great team that feels like a recipe for calder finalists Mm -hmm. yeah and and and, you know he's keeping pace it's not like it was just a flash there's you know like um just a just a quick little spark and that was it he's 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 been consistent and you know flames fans are happy they're not only is he performing but the flames are playing the kids and that's something that Daryl Sutter was reluctant to do. <laughs> you're, so. saying you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's 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 an uncommon uh, a, an uncommon occurrence here in Calgary over the last few years. But um, it's good. It's it's good to see. I'm I'm happy. I, I know he was a, a a bright light in tonight's win. He did a lot of things. He gets rewarded on the score sheet, um, and you know he does all those th- he does things off the puck that uh, that are impressive. I I don't know that one. That little screen on that Hannafin goal was just something that stood out to me as as impressive for, yeah. you know, a, a, a rookie who, like I mentioned, I know he's, you know, you look at his age and you're like, really, like, he's only just a rookie now, but you know, he did he did battle some significant uh, injury problems. So, um, before we hit the presser, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put call out in the chat for press conference questions. I've seen a few trickle in already, so we're gonna have to go back and. Um, and, 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 and find those, uh, those questions. But, um, before we hit that, I want to give the floor to you to just kind of give any final two cents, because I mean, I think I've, I've talked a lot about what I liked from the flames. You talked a lot about what you liked, well, kind of liked from the Sens. Um, but for the Sens people watching, because this is a crossover episode, we have to, we have to make sure everybody's, everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's, uh, happy in the chat. Um, any finding, uh, final closing remarks, Ottawa senators wise that you want to, <laughs> I see that, that devilish grin on your face. <laughs> this, this team has crushed me to a point that I didn't know was possible. I actually, I think, I think I brought this up with Peter, the last, uh, sends flames crossover episode. And I mentioned the Ottawa Senators have had a single winning season in my 20s. I'm One? 27. What, what year? Was that the year they... That was the year they... 16-17. That was the knuckle... The, the, yeah, the, the Chris Kunitz. Dagger in the chest. Yeah. Wow. And were they... Because I would have turned 20. I would have turned 20 just after the 15-16 season. Huh. The off season of following the 2016 off season, I turned wow. 20. Okay, well that that that's that's miserable. I'm sorry. There's no sugarcoat. I've I've that. listen. I dealt wow, with the rebuild. Dude. I dealt Oof. with the rebuild. I watched the teams with Logan Shaw and Zach Sanford and Derek Stepan and Logan Michael Delzato and fucking Mike Riley, the number one fucking whatever was he is he a righty he was playing number one right side pairing anyway both iterations of ryan dezingle both yeah both yeah <laughs> one was so much fun I yeah will say. the other one, one was like them. we are looking for <laughs> we are trying yeah. to relive the past <laughs> and that and that fun one turned into anthony duclair which looked like it was gonna be fun until he said bye um no this this team has just like crushed me and like i don't know maybe this isn't as fun as fun for viewers who want to maybe tune in after their team beats the sends but i'm just <laughs> i'm past the point of being upset on on shows i just kind of 
Uh, it is There's nothing. It is. It, it's, like, it, it's hard. Like as a content creator, it's hard. You talk like because because there was a stretch of time where I was going through the same thing with the Flames this year, where yeah. I would cover loss after loss after loss. My game notes were the same bullshit. It's the same thing night every night. Night after night every, after yeah. night. And there's yeah. only so many ways you can spin it on a show. And I'm not turning this into a woe is me. You know, you guys work for the SDPN. You guys should be happy. It's uh, it, it's just, it's it's difficult when you're, when you're covering one team and it's the same bullshit over and over and over. It was turnovers for the Flames. It was the power play. It was Markstrom stands on his head, but they get no run support. Uh, another baseball reference, just so for those who are, miss, are missing them all. Um, but it's this, it's hard, and and that's where I can relate, and I'm empathetic because it sucks yeah. sometimes coming said, on night after said, night. You said no run support, and I had like flashbacks. <laughs> Awful. Oh yeah, oh, the, the the Blue Jays are for another time. But we 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 could yeah. you and I could spend a lot of time talking about that. Yeah. Um, I actually found out on so I got this for Christmas. So I'm going to derail this for a second. Go ahead. It's this this is Vladdy face, and I found out along with my parents that apparently this is like Drake's logo. Yeah, it's the OVO logo. That's what I thought that was I don't know. the whole time. I, I didn't know that. We I learned that, and my parents learned that when I got this from my parents because my brother's like that's Drake's logo. I was like, oh okay, and it's like it's an, it's like a fucking owl. It's not even a blue jay. It's a, whatever. It's an owl. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, Drake it's has still had to find sick, his way though. into the uh, into another sports team it's... in uh, in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, running through the six with his woes—that's for damn sure. Um, okay, call out for press conference questions as we put a bow on this crossover episode of Game Over Calgary and Game Over Ottawa on the heels of a six to three Calgary Flames to win uh, at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome um, tonight. Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's see what we got here. Um. Oh God, I just saw it. Oh, uh, this one from Conrad says. Uh, Conrad, by the way, was at the game. Snagged me a, a Flames Pride shirt and and won't let me pay him for it. So shout out to Conrad. That's that's oh, my God. that's my All dog. Right. That's my dog, Conrad. Um, presser question: Is Jan Kuznetsov just not ready yet? Does he need more time to bake in the AHL? The Dennis Gilbert thing, I think, expedited uh, his call up with with the um, the injury that he sustained in Chicago because they went Chicago Philly. I can't remember. Either way, uh, he hit his head. Not great. He hurt himself. Not so good. Because um, Netsov was promptly called up, sent back down because Rooney had to come off LTIR and then go on waivers. So. Had it not been for that paper transaction, he probably would have just stayed up and it wouldn't have had anything to do with it. And it didn't have anything to do with it. However, on the topic of Jan Kuznetsov, I don't think he looked bad tonight. I don't think he was great. I don't think he was horrible. It was uh, it was just kind of one of those, um, you know, he was there. And, and he I, I think he had a couple good looks uh, offensively. Unfortunate that his most memorable moment of the game was the first goal uh, for Ottawa, uh, for on the first shot for Ottawa, um, going off of his shin and into the back of the net. Um, but aside from that, I don't think that um, Jan Kuznetsov was considerably bad, nor do I think he was considerably good. Um, so as for more time to bake in the AHL, maybe, maybe he, maybe he just, you know, rides out until Gilbert comes back. I don't know what their plan is. 
the thing about the Calgary Flames is that they don't really have a direction and they don't really know what they're doing. So um, I, 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 I can't tell you what, what their plans are for Jan Kuznetsov. But like I said, don't think he was horrible. Don't think he was um, stellar. Um, let's see here. Uh, not a whole lot of questions. You guys get to get some questions in. It doesn't have to be hockey. It could be fun stuff. It could be yeah. fun stuff like what is what is an OVO owl or who is Drake? <laughs> um, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of support for for you. This one from Newbie Sports. I don't know how you and Mod do it, Charlie. I can barely find the motivation to watch the team right now, let alone talk about them. <laughs> it's I listen. I uh, I've taken more nights off this season. Like if I if I see that Mod's doing a game, I go all right. Well time to do anything else uh it's especially nice when i see that she's doing a saturday night game and i could just do anything else on a saturday night or watch another team or watch another team yeah (laughs) that's so much fun it's so much fun yeah god it's brutal though yeah like i mean we already talked about how like yeah just covering a losing team you're just saying the same things every single night yeah, and eventually, I mean, it's tiring for you, but like you're doing the show, and you're like, is anyone enjoying this? Like anyone who tunes in for every episode, you've listened to me say the exact same thing for the last month. Like you can't be enjoying this either. So yeah, uh, obviously, like I mean, I I don't want to speak for you, but I imagine the same thing uh, for you is. Uh, thank you for tuning in to these shows after <laughs> teams lose because we know it's, it's, it's brutal for you too. It's brutal hey, for you as the viewer as well. Those are the people that we remember because eventually when the senators are good, people are going to be flooding the game over Ottawa shows. And we will remember the people who stuck it out from the beginning. I still remember That's all right. the people who watched uh, the first ever game over Calgary when I was frozen for the entire duration of the show. Uh, and you could just hear me, but you couldn't see me. Um, we remember those people, don't we, Charlie? Absolutely. Um, this is another one for you. Charlie, can Game Over Ottawa change to Game Over PWHL Ottawa? Dude, how does the PWHL team have more loser points than the Sens? They played one game. <laughs> That's crazy. The Sens have none. Zero. They, how many they, ga- got, past, they got past regulation twice. Both Sweden games. That's it. They haven't gotten past regulation in North America this season. Woof. And yeah. one of them was the Stutzla home run, swinging a drive. Yeah, the Stutzla, the Stutzla walk off, and the other one was uh, a shootout against Minnesota. Right. Woof. So, uh, Woosh. Man, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't change that much. But imagine if this team was. I mean, what are the Sens now? I should know this. They're fourteen, and also, by the way, the Panthers won tonight the panthers have as many road wins as the sens do overall this season i saw that. um so you tweeted that so the sens, <laughs> brutal so the sens are 14 and 22 so say like it doesn't change that much but say they got to ot a few times make that instead of 14 and 22 you make it 14 16 and 6 it doesn't change that much but it doesn't look as bad it looks like they were in it a yeah. bit yeah, it's a, it's a it's a clear indicator that at least the games were yeah. close-ish. Sorry, that was that was just I went off the rails. No, that, that's, no P, that's the PWHL team looks so much fun. The second game's been delayed against Boston because of like weather th- stuff in Boston, I believe. Yeah. So uh, the next home game, 
I think the next one maybe isn't until the 17th or no, no, no. I think it might be. T- I, I don't know the PWHL schedule off the top of my head, but I know there is at least one more. The next, not the next. I don't know. I'm going to go to a game eventually. Um, I was doing game over Excuse me. the night of the first home game. Um, I have to go pick up my girlfriend at the airport in Montreal on the night of the 17th. So that's another home game I'm going to be missing. I'm going to get there eventually. And because it looks so fun, it looks awesome. Like the, did the, you see? Did you see Liss going to the the Minnesota one? Yeah, dude. I saw those I'm pictures. So that jealous. Liss like, what a trip that must be. Right, that looked awesome. Amazing. And I think I think there were thirteen thousand people at that game, or just north of thirteen. Smashed Ottawa's record days later. Crazy. Yeah. It's great to see. I'm 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 pumped that uh, that the PWHL is around. I can't wait for them to expand. It's going to be really cool if Calgary gets a team. I think that people have been talking about that as a potential um, for expansion. I don't see why not. There's lots of great places for them to play. And, um, you yeah. know, the Calgary Flames play at one of them. So do the Wranglers. So do the Hitmen. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to be following along that, too. A um, couple more questions we'll take, and then we'll put a bow on this episode of Game Over Calgary and Game Over Ottawa. Um Conrad asking a follow-up. I guess my other question is, if Shillington is ready after his conditioning step or stint, does he slide in on that third pair or does he go higher up in the lineup? Probably slides in on the third pair to start. Just kind of ease him back in. Um, you got to keep in mind, this guy hasn't played in a long time and he was going through some stuff, some pretty, pretty bad stuff. And, you know, mental health is no joke. Uh, take care of yourself. Make sure you take care of the people around you. Um so all the best to Shilly. Glad to see him back. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, they probably ease him back in. It's been a long time since he's played at the professional level. Um, the American League is going to do a good job kind of getting him back to game speed. And then uh, when he eventually gets the call up to the big club, I think it's going to be a slow transition back in. Um, but I'm excited to see it when it does happen because he was he's a polarizing player. Um, he's fast as hell. The boys like to rally around him. Um just a good dude. It's it's good to see him coming back. Um, and the last question we will take. Here's a question. What's your favorite Sens jersey of all time? And then, Audi, throw in your favorite Flames one. How about this? Let's both answer Flame. You give me your favorite Flames and your favorite Sens, and then I'll do the same. Oh, that. Hold on. Give me one second. Let me let me compare. To, I have two in my mind. Let me The Flames ones or, the, or for Sens? Flames. Okay. I'll go first then while you, while you while you look. Uh, for me, for Flames, it's it's a toss up between OG Blasty. Wow, not okay. the reverse retro one, but OG Blasty, and people shit on the pedestal jersey, but I <laughs> fucking love the pedestal jersey. Not even just the reverse retro, but the original ones where they yeah. had the red and the white. Um, I am a, I am a huge fan of the pedestal Jersey. It is just, it is so like, it, it makes no sense that they have the pedestal coming. Where the hell am I? Ah, 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 that they have the pedestal coming up. Like that pedestal makes no sense. That makes zero sense. But I love the angles. I don't know what it is. Um, but a toss up between Blasty and the pedestal for Calgary and for Ottawa, it's gotta be, um, I think it's got to be Black Senegoth. 
I love the black Senegoth with like the gold One collar. Set. I'll get, I'll yeah. get, I'll get props. I'll get yeah. some props. Yeah, we we need some props. I think it was the, I think they had the gold trim around the collar. But I, I liked the gold. The black and gold was just yeah, chef's kiss. Um, Here we go. Let me get let me get my chair. Sorry one. for anyone listening on like Spotify or whatever. It's not going to work as well. But yes. so this that's the one is my also my favorite just because childhood. This is my favorite jersey from childhood without oh, yeah. a doubt. Love it. I think objectively though, oh jersey, the nicest Sens jersey. The O jersey is so classic. I it's love it. It's so it's so nice. Um. So yeah, for those who who aren't watching and listening. Objectively, I think the best Sens jersey is their uh, like black, uh, like striped alternate that they had back in. I guess it would have been introduced like kind of early 2010s. Is yeah, when they came in. That would track. It was after it was after they abolished maybe? the Sens jersey. Yeah, once the yeah, when the actual Sens jersey was yeah. was gotten, they got rid of that. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite's the Senegoth, just because like I still need to figure out a name on that. I think I'm going Havlat on that i still gotta put a name on that one but i think i'm going have lot yeah that would be a good um, one flames though this is kind of a basic answer but honestly their current home yeah the retro it's so clean i'm so glad it's they made so that switch clean. oof their their I, previous uh... jerseys were <laughs> We got into fights. So in the STPN WhatsApp group, we had, we got into fight because oh yeah we did. If you won't, it's it's crazy. That, and it's not even the Calgary guys. No, <laughs> STP game over hosts else hosts elsewhere in the country are defending the black sea like not not the jersey that's black but like the jersey with like with the, the, black the red red jersey logo. black sea. it's it's this jersey yeah. but red and a black with the home sea. yeah yeah. Yeah, and and, and then and then they got Awful. really really original with the Canadian flag patch on this shoulder and the Alberta flag patch on this shoulder. Yes, chef's kiss. Because nothing says red, black, white, and orange like the blue Alberta flag. Yeah. And there is, and listen, like there is part of me that's like a little bit nostalgic for that because I think of that jersey, and for some reason, like Sean Monahan pops up in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. He's the first guy to come to mind. They were kind of on the way he's out a former at 67, that point. That's why. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I mean, as far as the Flames go, um, Curtis Lazar, um, also former no, Flame and former Sen, and former Sen, former uh, Edmonton Oil King, I think as well. He was um, Memorial Cup champion. Yeah, so excited about how good he looked at the World Juniors. Actually, because he was playing with McDavid. That's actually probably why. Um, yeah. Captain Canada, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um but no i think the best flame jersey dude those current home jerseys are beautiful the the flames ones. so the flames yeah the yeah. current home jerseys are so so nice i'm so glad they so they brought that back as just like a retro then they were doing it like more often at home and then they yeah. brought then the heritage classic against the jets they did the white and everyone was like, oh, oh, baby, let's go. And then eventually they went full retro. I think that was two seasons ago, three seasons ago. Yeah, three. And um, God, what a great, great move that was. I love it. So nice. So nice. This, is, this is a bit of a hot take. I don't know. I've gotten some people tell me that I'm absolutely full of it with this. Sorry, we're just talking jerseys now. That's okay. Hey, it's the done. presser. It's the presser. My my favorite jersey. I don't know about you, but my favorite jersey in the league, honestly, 
the Minnesota Wild home jersey. So nice. So, so, so nice. For I'm, me, it's... I'm a sucker for like the big stripe behind the logo. Yeah. I, also, I think it's just a gorgeous logo, but the there's some of the, that green with like the cream as well. It's just, it's so nice. My favorite is similar along the lines with that like kind of cream centerpiece is uh, Columbus alternate. Oh, the cannon? The cannon. Oh, oh dude. I, it might be my so favorite. Nice. It might be one of my favorite jerseys of all time. That and the Kachina. Kachina's up there for me, too. I love oh, yeah. the Yotes Kachina. Every, like, every, like, not even just, like, the current jerseys for them, but, like, every alternate or reverse retro they do is so good. Mm-hmm. They kill every it. Every time. They kill it. So good. And now they're, now they're actually getting good. But that's 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 for another time. I got to talk about the Yotes yeah. twice next week as the Flames are set to face off against them. Uh, uh a couple of times and I'm 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 not looking forward to it. Straight <laughs> You're up. You're doing both games? Yeah, I'm doing the next like seven because I, I left Peter out to dry by by <laughs> having a busy start of January. Um but that's a good segue into concluding the episode. Um so thank you. This is uh this has been great, man. This was everything I wanted it to be. I'm glad you and I got to chop it up. Uh it's yeah. a lot of fun. I'm it's a sin the Sens only play the flames twice a year. Uh, because this this could be a lot of fun to do uh, to do more than once. But um, for the Calgary folks watching, Charlie, where can they uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cwarsenal. Um, watch game over Ottawa. It's a lot of fun. If you like, hey, you know what? Uh, Flames it's fans, more fun than the games. It's more fun than watching the Sens play. Flames fans know it all too well. We just bitch and complain on this <laughs> show, and I'm sure you and Maude do the same thing. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Audie James. You can find uh, this show on playback on your favorite podcatchers. That's the beauty thing about this show. We do it live, and then we, we upload it as a podcast. So if you're listening on playback... Shout out to you. Thanks for doing that. Uh, if you're new to the channel, subscribe, as I've mentioned before. Closing in on 100,000, uh, and we really appreciate all of the love in forms of subscribes and likes to the show and all that good stuff. Um, so be sure to hit all those uh, fancy buttons before you close your screen and uh, and hit the hay for the night. Uh, thanks for watching. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I will see you guys next on actually Thursday. It's not even next week against the Arizona Coyotes. Um that is a 7 o'clock local puck drop. I will be joined by Mike Gould from Daily Faceoff. As for game Should've over. Known. Yeah, I had to, had to get Gould on. Should have known. Had to get Gould. He was Flames selling, Yotes, he got it. Had, had, to. had to get Gould. Yeah, had to get Gould. Um, as for uh, game over Ottawa, your next stream will be on Thursday as well. Charlie and Dougie Cousins will be... Uh, Dougie will be, from Bearings. That's right. As Bearings. The, as Ottawa the, pop punk band as the Sens take on the Buffalo Sabres. So there's lots of game over action on Thursday. As I mentioned, thank you all for watching. It's been a blast on behalf of myself, on behalf of Charlie Arsenault, on behalf of SDPN sports. Thank you for watching game over Calgary and game over Ottawa. Be safe. And we will both talk to you on Thursday, but on different streams. Adios. Good night.